The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to another episode of Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. I am so glad you are here and I am so excited to bring you the second part of my conversation with John Hillstead. We are continuing the topic of how to be magnetic AF using John's manifesting hacks, using his tools. He is a manifestation and mindset coach who has had over a hundred million views across all of his platforms because he is reaching so many people and making a huge impact and just helping people to realize that by simply tuning into your own authentic truth and being yourself, you can be a magnet for what you desire. And that includes lots of money and lots of opportunities. So as you know, this show is all about how to help you expand your manifesting toolbox. I always want you to leave this episode feeling more empowered and more inspired than you were before you hit play. So today's episode is going to be amazing, but first I want to get into 15 minutes of feng shui just for you. So this week's topic came about because I was actually the guest on the Hunker Home podcast. It's called Being Home with Hunker, hosted by Lori Gunning Grossman. And you guys, I was totally fangirling because right before Lori interviewed me for the show, she just got off an interview with Nate Burkus. The Nate Burkus. So Nate's from Chicago. I first learned about Nate when he was on Oprah before he even had a design line at Target. But if you don't know who Nate Burkus is, he is an interior designer who is extremely intuitive and just like really good at what he does. And the fact that I was on the same podcast as Nate was such an honor. She's also had guests like Leanne Ford, Ophi from the Astro Twins. She's had the Spirit Daughter. If you ever follow that account on Instagram, it's so inspiring. So yes, to tell you the truth, whenever Lori interviews me, because this was actually my second appearance on Being Home with Hunker, um, it's always such a joy to speak with her. But many times what happens is after I'm a guest on a podcast, I reflect back on the questions and I think, oh, maybe I could have said this or that. So that's how I came up with this idea for today's 15 minutes of feng shui. She asked me a question about if if I could give a piece of advice, if there was one thing that I would give as a tool for parents 
or anyone who is living in a house and sharing space with people, what, what would be the one thing I would recommend for anyone who's sharing a space? And I, I honestly don't remember what I told her. I think at the time, you'll have to listen to the episode to see what I told her. But after we got off the call and the interview, I was thinking of all these really interesting ways that our home represents children and it represents adults and the dynamics within the household. And I thought, you know what, let me just share these three tips with my listeners, because I think you'll appreciate it. And we'll go from there. So when we're thinking about having a supportive environment for everyone in the house, one area that is really significant is looking at the doors of your home. The doors of your home represent voices and in particularly children's voices. So if there's children living in your home, their voices are represented by the doors. So you've probably heard me talk about this before, but home repairs influence our lives. So if there's doors that are unhinged off the hinges, if they're squeaking or stuck, that could represent challenges in self-expression. So notice where the doors are that are squeaking, that could represent that someone is worried. And depending on which gua or area of life the door is in, it could represent that someone is worried. If it's in the wealth area, they might be worried about money. We actually have a door that is needing some TLC and some repair. It's off the hinges. in the children creativity space. So not only did the doors represent our children's voices, but maybe, you know, um, someone's, someone's self-expression is feeling a little bit off. I wholeheartedly admit we need to get the handyman out here to fix that, that door. It's just been something that's, we've just been kind of, it still functions, but it's not functioning at peak efficiency. So I know once we address that, it's going to actually help our children with their self-expression. Another interesting component of the house that can represent the occupants of the home are the windows. So windows represent the eyes of your house and in particular, how the adults are seeing things and how clearly you're seeing things. So if you need more clarity and if you're having trouble making a decision in your life, Clean the windows so that you can see things more clearly. If you feel like you're challenged in bringing opportunities and seeing opportunities for your business or for anything in your life, maybe you're even struggling to find helpful people to help you with run your household and run your business, clean your windows and watch who appears. You might see an opportunity or a helpful person that you didn't even realize was already in existence by cleaning those windows. And I love to tell people this, that simply opening the shades of your home makes a huge difference. Making that a daily ritual and daily practice to open up the shades so that light comes in. It's an automatic free chi booster. It will enliven and enrich in the energy of your home and open you up to so much more opportunity so much more abundance and you will have a welcoming space for helpful people to come into your life. 
Another piece of your home that really represents family dynamics would be the floors. And notice if you have any squeaky floorboards, which gua or area of life are the squeaky floorboards? Because it could represent worry in that space. And the cure for this is literally to get someone to come out and to fix the squeaking floorboard. Because if you're worried about could be in the wealth area, you might be worried about money. If you have squeaky floorboards in the fame and reputation area, you might be overly worried and concerned about how others perceive you. So you might have some insecurities of how others are viewing you, right? So home repairs are life repairs. Home repairs are life repairs. And Again, these are not answers that I gave Lori, but it was just like this hindsight is 2020 vision. And I thought, well, I didn't get to tell the Being Home with Hunker podcast about this, but I can certainly tell my listeners who listen to Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. So that is that for you. Um, And then I also got a really interesting question. This is a more particular example, but there is someone who is on a 12-month manifesting journey with me, and I'm going to use a fake name because I did not ask her permission to share the story, um, and I just want to honor her privacy, but um, we're going to call her Antigone. She's on a 12-month manifesting journey with me, and when you're on a 12-month manifesting journey with me, you get to come on a group call. Now, my group calls are like a check-in where you could just ask like, okay, you talk, if, if, I, if I tell you about a feng shui adjustment, but you're questioning how it's going to work for you or your space. You can ask me questions on the call. You can talk about specific dilemmas that you're experiencing. And then we even have group consultations where you can actually submit your floor plan or submit a picture of your space and ask me specific questions. And I can like really give you very specific personalized responses to some of the dilemmas that you're having and challenges that you're having with applying feng shui in your space. So Antigone submitted her floor plan for her upstairs. And her question was, how do I lay the Bagua map on my second floor? And is there anything I need to do to fix it? And what I wanted to share with you, the reason why I'm sharing this with you right now is because the second floor, if you live in a two-story home, The second floor is very significant when it comes to your family dynamics, because when you actually get up to the second floor, the Bagua starts at the entry entrance of the second floor. And so in Antigone's floor plan, there's two bedrooms, one to the far back left, one to the far back right. So there's two bedrooms within the Bagua map. And then there's actually bedrooms that are behind the staircase, which actually means that they fall outside of the Bagua map. And what I asked Antigone during our group call was literally, you know, you don't have to make any changes or do any adjustments to your second floor unless you're having challenges in family dynamics. Does it feel like the children are ruling the house? Do the parents have some issue, you know, are the parents not feeling authority in the household? Is there a child that feels left out of the house? Sometimes these imbalances and family dynamics 
could be because there's a bedroom outside of the bagel map, and that's when we need to address it. So just wanted to sort of share this with you in case maybe you had some questions about how you lay the bagel map on the upstairs, and if you're experiencing some challenges in those family dynamics. And I would love to welcome you to join the 12-month manifesting journey if you have not already done so. This is an open enrollment. So you can join anytime you get a monthly call every single month and you get a lesson in Kajabi every month with guest experts and bonus meditations and content. And let me just tell you, I've asked you what you really want support with, and it's been overarchingly clear that most people, most of you want support in money and bringing in that abundance so you can feel more safe and secure in your finances. And you're desiring more money so that you can invest in yourself more, revamp your wardrobe without feeling guilty, go on a retreat and still feel like you have money left over to cover your basic needs. So all of this is, you know, I hear you loud and clear what it is you're looking to attract. And so that's what I'm working towards. I'm aligning my 12-month manifesting journey program to support you with those desires that you have. I would like to invite you to ask me questions for next week's 15 minutes of feng shui. So I magically always come up with the topic for 15 minutes of feng shui. I get DMs from you a lot and those are what generate my topics. So I wanted to invite you that if you're listening on Apple podcasts, you can write a review. Please feel free to leave a question in the review. What is it you want to know more about? Do you have a specific dilemma that you're experiencing? It doesn't have to be about your floor plan. You could just say, I'm really struggling with finding a job that I love and a job that lights me up. Christina, help. Or it could be something like my husband and I are struggling. We've been trying to conceive for two years. What do you suggest? So it could be related to a specific dilemma, or maybe you really do have a question like, my kitchen is towards the front of the house. I've heard that's not good feng shui. What can I do to fix that? Whatever questions you have about feng shui, if you're on Apple Podcasts, click leave a review, put it in the comments. I would love to hear a a sentence or two about how you feel about the show, but then leave your questions. And then I'll start to respond to those in our 15 minutes of feng shui. Another option is literally just to reach out to me. You can always DM me and I would be super happy to do that. Now, before we get to our interview with John Hillstead, I wanted to let you know about two really significant things that are going on in the universal energy and in the skies right now. So Jupiter is now in Aries. Jupiter has been in Aries from December 20th, and it will be in Aries until May 16th. So for the next few months, Jupiter is in Aries, and I just want to share why this is significant for you. Jupiter is the planet of abundance and expansion. So when Jupiter is in Aries, that's a fire sign, and Aries is about the ego and the self. This is a time to focus on yourself, and Aries is very, my daughter's in Aries, they're they're the first sign of the zodiac. 
and they are very confident and independent. So you are being challenged from now until May of 2023 to expand in your confidence and in your self-perception. This is an incredible time where you actually might find more courage now as a Leo new moon or full moon. So if you're actually listening to this episode live, you're listening during a Leo full moon. This is the time to take a risk, a calculated risk and invest in yourself. This is a time to step into your dreams. What is one small step you can take? What's an action you can take that lights you up in the direction of your dreams? This is not a time to play small. The second and final thing I wanted to make a note of that's happening in the universal energy is that we are experiencing, it's coming up actually, March 23rd, 2023, Pluto is going to be going into Aquarius. Pluto will be in Aquarius from March 23rd to June 11th this year. And Pluto is the planet of change and transformation. And it's also going to eventually, it's going, Pluto will be in Aquarius for a really long time frame, like I think 20 years or something. So what you're going to notice is that collectively we're going to experience major transformation and what Pluto is going to help us to transform is we are going to amplify our power through community. So from March to June of 2023, we are going to amplify our power through community. And here's why I got so psyched when I heard this. With my 12-month manifesting journey, this is all about how do you step into your dreams, step into your personal power through the power of a community support. So I get to be your manifesting guide one-on-one. You get monthly masterclasses with me to support your dreams and to give you practical tools how you can apply feng shui to manifest your dreams. That's my job is to support you with that one-on-one through the coursework. And then your dreams are amplified through the collective energy that the 12-month manifesting group creates. So whether you want to actually speak up on the calls is, is up to you. But just having you in the group energy, I call in all of the members, whether you can make the calls live or not, and just call in that collective energy. And you don't have to share what your intentions are, but your intentions are amplified by being part of a group. So I just want to invite you that if this, if you're feeling a tug, it's the Leo full moon, it's a great time to take action. If you've been questioning what you're going to do to invest in your dreams this year. How are you going to make your visions a reality? I just want to extend the invitation for you to join my 12-month manifesting journey. Enrollment is open and the first course drops March 1st. Okay. So sharing that with you, opening the doors to you, opening up my arms to you in that. And I'm just so excited for what this year is going to bring. There is so much potential in 2023 with Jupiter being in Aries right now, it's time to take action and expand on our dreams. So excited.
So without further ado, let's share part two of the interview with John Hillstead, where he actually gives us some practical steps that we can take to become magnetic AF. Enjoy. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This moment is a precious gift and our youth is a precious gift, you know, and it's like, now is the time to do it. Now is the time to go for the dreams. Now's the time to become magnetic AF <laughs> and just, you know, work on it little by little and try each of these things, have a little bit more fun, show up as your authentic self, chill out and enjoy the present moment walk as if it's already done and then reprogram your subconscious, your mind. So those are like the last three, but like, okay. We just kind of talked about chill <laughs> out and enjoy the kinda, present moment. Yeah. Really we kind of combine them. It. Yeah. It's really <laughs> like, they're kind of all related, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like chill out is, is like have fun and chill out and know that it's like, you're only ever living in this moment right now. So like, when we have the anxiety about the future and what's to come and we're dwelling on the past about what's already happened, we're disconnected from our greatest power, which is right now in this present moment, because we only ever have the present moment. Um, So doing more things to like, remember to come back to presence and to connect back to the truth of who you are, because I feel like when we're have that anxiety about what's coming and we're dwelling on the past, we're not remembering our greatest power, which is right now. And I just have to tell you, this is one of my greatest joys is like sitting, like when I'm doing an interview on my show, I just, just want to let you know, like I told you my intention before we started recording was like to be very present in this moment, because I feel like it's such a gift. And I think one day I'm going to look back on this show and be like, remember when I did that thing, I did that show and people listened and it was so much fun. Like, I feel like this is such a, this has been a dream of mine to do for a few years now. And like now that it's here and it's been, people are responding to it and people are loving it and it's inspiring people. It just feels like such a blessing and such a gift to be here. And Mm. it's a gift to be in this moment because, you know, you and I have had several conversations, most of which had been recorded, (laughs) (laughs) but it's kind of cool. Like our friendship is being recorded and I love that. And I love learning more about you every time we talk. Um, and, and going into like the, um, walk as if it's already done, I know you were going to transition into that and I interrupted you, but I think that that sometimes like you were just speaking about that, like you said, you're in the frequency of six and seven figure earners. That's why you're here at this retreat. How do you walk as if it's already done? Mm. Like that is like, and I know it, it doesn't always have to be about money, but I think a lot of people, when they want to manifest, they are thinking about that money, honey. And it's like, wait, but I don't, I have like 88 bucks until my next paycheck, you know, like how do I walk as if I already have, you know, 30,000, a hundred thousand in my bank account? Like, how does that work? Yeah. 
That's a great question. <laughs> so for me, I think about, well, what, what do I actually want? It's not really the money, right? I think about like, I think I want the dollars in my account, but it's actually the way that the dollars are going to make me feel when I see it in my account. And so it's uncovering what is the emotion behind having the money. And often for people, it's safety, security, freedom, excitement. And so it's learning to, to find those emotions in your now moment, because really like, that's what you want is the emotion at the end of the day. And so the more you can feel that emotion now, the more you become a match to the emotion that you want. So I know that when people are struggling, they're like, well, I don't see the money in my account. What do I do? It's like, focus on all the ways, the other ways in which you're abundant, right? Abundance simply just means overflow. It means having more than enough. So if money isn't overflowing, what other ways are you overflowing in your life? Overflowing with love or friendships and family, go out into nature and experience the abundance of nature, right? I always think about like, wow, I have an abundance of information at my fingertips on my phone in my pocket that I can go and literally research and learn anything. And all those things can help me make more money. So it's just a matter of like coming back to remembering that it's all about the emotion that you actually want. And the more you're in that feeling and that emotion, the more you become a magnet to more. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like even that simple, like the running water, the heat, the, or air conditioning, depending on where you are. <laughs> you might want air conditioning where you are, I think, right? I'm, I'm, sweating. I'm sweating, girl. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> different climate here. Um, but okay, I really, I really love that. And, you know, I don't know how you did it, but I took like your 21 day hypnosis challenge one year. And I like bought my first designer bag and I know it's not about the bag, but I think it was like, I got into this frequency <laughs> of like YOLO. <laughs> I don't know what happened that time. Like it just, I became, I got, it wasn't, I wasn't trying to manifest the bag. Okay. I was just trying to like reprogram my mind, open up my mind. And really this is like generational reprogramming. I think that, that we like come from some there's some scarcity and lack mindset. It's that lizard brain. I mean, just a hundred years ago, we didn't have half of the modern luxuries that we have today. And so really learning how to like appreciate the modern luxuries we have today, it just starts to like, it's really easy to just expand that gratitude. Um, but yeah. this leads into the next tip, which is like the fifth tip is reprogram your mind Mm -hmm. to become a magnet. And I have no idea if I, if it has anything to do with hypnosis, if that's what you're, I forgot what you were talking about the newsletter with that, but um, does it have something to do with that? Yeah, absolutely. Hypnosis. Reprogramming? Mm -hmm. Hypnosis is a really powerful tool to reprogram um, because with hypnosis, you can bypass the conscious, logical, analytical part of your mind and tap directly into the subconscious mind and give it direct suggestions. So you know your subconscious is creating your reality, essentially. It determines over 99% of your life. And, and that's the secret, really. The secret sauce is to reprogram on the subconscious level. Um, you know, as kids, we were grown up and we were, like you were saying, like generations of beliefs have been passed down. And from the ages of zero to seven, you're literally a walking sponge or a walking subconscious mind. So you're you know, taking on beliefs of your parents, your grandparents, your teachers, society, the environment, you're programmed hereditarily, environmentally. 
And so in order to create those new neural pathways, to create those new beliefs, the, that new identity, the, the, the change has to take place on the subconscious. And so there's many tools. Hypnosis is one amazing tool you can use. Um, but I think that that is a really, that's a key crucial component to creating that long lasting change for yourself is to, to go deeper onto that subconscious level. Okay. Question. You went off the grid for about a month on social media, which is like unheard of, right? Because that's like what you do. Like you're John Hillstead, you are on social media all the time. So I remember you went and got a certification and I mean, you posted a little bit here and there to keep, keep us in the loop, but what was the certification and does that have anything to do with reprogramming? Yes, absolutely. So the certification was, um, to become a trainer of neuro-linguistic programming, to become a trainer of time techniques, hypnotherapy, life coaching. So basically I can train people now in these modalities. I can certify people in these modalities, but it was more for me, this training about speaking. Like that was the main intention for me because it was all about learning to, to be a better speaker and to be on stage. And I knew it was going to be challenging for me because like I said before, like being seen and showing up and allowing people to see me was my, one of my greatest fears. And so during the training, it was like incredibly transformational because every single day you were pushed out of your comfort zone. Every single day you had to stand up in front of the class and be seen. And it was one of my biggest fears because as a kid, I was always the one that was in the back, that was hiding in the back. Please don't call me. Please don't call me. Please don't call me. I don't want to be brought up. I don't want to present. I would turn bright red. I would get nervous. My voice would start shaking. And so this was so transformational and healing for me just to like be up there and to allow myself to be me without any filters, without any, without twerking, without a wig. It was just me and it was very vulnerable. Right. And so it was actually really powerful. Wow. You just reminded me of, I did there was like this viral sound going around about Ikigai and how it's like this phrase for like when like your passion and your business align with like what your highest calling is and what you can get paid for mm. um but really like what you're describing it's like your profession what you're doing for your profession is like also helping you to grow as an individual and like evolve as a human being and you're well you're we're all spirits having a human experience. Right. And I think we kind of shared this belief and I think this because of your content that you post, but I think that, you know, we kind of know, like, this is like a classroom, this earth school, you know, and it's like, it's really neat to hear that, like what you're doing professionally is really nourishing your soul and it's helping you to evolve. And then the highest service is like that you're, you're doing, you're, you're being so vulnerable right now, because honestly, I don't know if you ever shared with me that like, I didn't know you were like nervous, like post videos on TikTok ever that you like threw your phone and wouldn't look for 24 hours. Right. Like I had no idea. And those are very normal thoughts and feelings and fears, but I just like, didn't realize that. And I think that it's easy to see someone who's like killing it on social media and like doing so well in their business and doing so well in their life. Like, it's so easy to just think like, oh my gosh, like it's, probably just comes easily to them. And like, they're just really good at that. And, but like, really what you've done today is you've shared your vulnerability, you've shared it all. And like, so people can see themselves in you. It's like, you're no different than anybody else. And like, we all have to push through these things and we need 
a coach, a community, or someone to help push us past these fears and push us past these self-limiting beliefs. And I think that that's what you helped me do. Like back to the designer bag, it was never really about the money and the bag as much as it was was about the stories I told myself about why I couldn't get that bag and why, you know what I'm saying? So I think, uh, I just wanted to honor you for all of the things you shared today. It was extremely vulnerable, extremely valuable. And I know that like it touched a lot of people today and it's just like, you're the freaking best. So thank you for being on the show and totally just like lighting up my, my night and my day and my whole podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always an honor and pleasure to be here with you. I'm so inspired by you and everything you do also. So thank you for showing up and and doing your work and being you. It's funny, actually, you said I, I just created a reel about me, like being scared to post it and like throwing it. Like, so it's so interesting that that's come up because it's in my drafts folder right now. So I'll have to post that. But yeah, I think that is important to share, like, you know, your own journey and your own struggles that you face, because it's easy to assume that people are like, they got their shit together. Like, no, I really went through some stuff to get here. You know what I mean? That's what I said. That's why I love you. And I just, I've, I was saying this to you before we started recording. It's like, what I love about your journey, it's like, you've got a lot of tools and bags of tricks up your sleeve and things that you've used to heal and to really become the person that you are today in your authentic light, doing what you're doing, leading people, healing people. And I just think it's so fascinating because like you introduced me to tools like hypnosis and the neuro-linguistic time techniques. Did I say that right? (laughs) (laughs) All this stuff. I was like, what? I didn't know this was there and available. And so that's really cool that like you are a voice and you're going to, you're going to save some, like, you know, say when I say save some people's lives, I mean it in the sense that like someone is going to come across one of your viral reels or, and learn about who you are. And like, it's going to lead them down this path of healing that they didn't even realize was available to them. Maybe that person is listening right now. So I'm excited. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And same to you. I feel like the more that we show up in service, like, you know, our journey is inspiring somebody else to heal. Right. It's like, think about someone who is inspiring on your journey. Like what if that person didn't show up? What if they weren't living their purpose? Like, you know, you are that for many people. And so the more that you show up as yourself and the more that you, uh, you know, show up in service, the more impact you're creating. So thank you. It is. All right. Are there any last closing thoughts? Are we, you know, Mm -hmm. are we good until next time? Is there anything else you want to share? I, I, did you want to talk about the haters, the trolls? (laughs) But we save that for next time. Oh, I, I love it. Save it for next time. There's gonna be a next time. I love <laughs> it. Everyone, John's coming back. He said it here. Um, no, I, I think that I would love to hear that. Let's close out on that because I think, I don't care who you are. There's, I mean, I was going to say, you know, even Britney Spears probably doesn't like trolls. I'm sure of it, right? Like no one likes trolls. Like what the heck? How do you, how do you not let the haters take over your mind and like make you, you know, step down and dim your light. How do you keep shining your light when someone is, you know, trying to put yours out? Yeah. Well, I always like to say that our haters are healers because when we get those hate comments, when we get those, you know, nasty comments, it's an opportunity for us to look within, to see where we're maybe 
you know, uh, still looking for external validation from somebody random. Mm. And you'll find that it's like user 37249. I think it's a viral thing going around, right? It's like someone without a profile picture with like a user 24579 name has an opinion about you. So I think it's actually really healing and has been healing for me. Every time I would get a, a hateful comment and I would be triggered by it, I would like really try, I would sit with myself and be like, okay, well, do I believe this to be true? Am I allowing this person to determine my worth? I don't even know them, right? And so it was just a matter of me going within and like working through those, whatever I needed to heal still. Um, but realizing that there's always going to be people that like don't resonate with your frequency, especially when you're living in your light, right? So um, knowing that you're not going to be for everyone and that's okay. But the people you are meant for can't find you, can't see you when you're not being yourself. So I think it's an opportunity for every single one of us to continue to show up and to address what might be needing to heal when we get those comments. And um, yeah, just keep shining. Like the world needs more light. You know, there's always going to be a hater in there, but the haters are your healers and they're helping you up level. There are opportunities for your expansion and your up leveling and your healing. Hashtag the haters are haters healers. are your healers. <laughs> I think it's funny actually that you brought this up because it took me down memory lane. So I kind of create content, but in like April of 2021 this is this is like I don't get viral reels right so like I got a viral reel and it was so viral that I started getting like trolls and because when you have that big of an audience yes it's gonna pop up on people's algorithms that don't necessarily love feng shui or love and light and all the stuff you do and I totally remember I reached out to you and I was like John you get this all the time what do you do I assumed I don't I do you think you get less trolls now that you're so energetically like solid? Cause I feel like you have so many ways of like, you've learned how to protect your energy and things like that. Do you feel like you get less trolls? I definitely get less trolls. Yeah. I definitely get less trolls than I did before, but I think a lot of one of the reasons it's actually an unconscious reason. I think that people don't feel like they can be themselves online is because they are afraid of that. They are afraid. What if I, what if my, video does go viral what does that mean that means i'm open to more criticism that means i'm open to more judgment that means i'm open to more eyes and ears and people to tell me who i am what i should be doing what i should believe and so a lot of people kind of dim their light because they're afraid of that they're afraid of the success they're afraid of you know being seen by that many people um but yes i feel like the, the haters have gone down over the years um but you know they creep in every once in a while and it's if they so trigger me, it's always like, oh, there's still something there that I was like, needing to heal. Let's look into that and see, <laughs> see what's going so on. Healers. Yeah, I love it. And Dr. Wayne Dyer would always say, and this was Dr. Wayne Dyer. I thought I, he was a spiritual teacher that I always really looked up to. And he said, if you're making 50% of the people happy, you're actually doing pretty well. So for that to come from him, I was like, okay, Wayne, like, cause I thought everyone would like Wayne Dyer, but no, that not everyone is at that frequency. So, um, I don't know. That was something yeah. that I, we always got to keep that in mind. If you're trying to make everyone happy, you will make nobody happy. Right. You gotta make yourself yeah. happy. That part. But then also like all the amazing comments you're getting. What about all the, you know, the encouragement and the upliftment and all of the like 
amazing comments you get. And then you have this one comment that says something negative about you. It's like remembering to shift your attention toward, you know, the positive for sure. Yeah. That's why I think it really helps to have like community back to that, having a coach or community of like-minded people who are going to like support you and the visionaries and the vision that you have for yourself. So I love that. Yay. Yay. Well, thank you, John. Thank you for coming here. And for all the listeners, I will see you next week where I'll help you design the life you deserve. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.